Ben Lawrence! Good. Paul Goody! <laughs> yes, sir. All I can see is your microphone. Ah, uh, that's my plan, sir. You got <laughs> you got that going on. I can't I don't want to move I don't want to move her microphone. Uh this is you know, Jennifer's got her setup for recording her yeah. audiobook things. I dig it. So uh yeah, she doesn't know that I'm doing the podcast. Uh, I asked her if it was okay if I took a bath. I was going to put the laundry away and then take a bath, completely forgetting that it's a <laughs> podcast because I messed up with uh, what days it, it is. I thought yesterday was Thursday, uh, but it's not. Today is Thursday. Today's and then Thursday. I thought today was Friday. Somehow I, I got shifted all around. Well, I'm glad I caught you before you hit the bathtub. Yeah, exactly. That would have been that would have been bad for the podcast. Or would it have been the best podcast ever? Probably not. So I wouldn't have had my phone with me. Well, you know, we are we are a G-rated family podcast. You uh, take your phone into the bathtub? Uh, do I take it in the bathtub? Um, I don't take it in the bathtub. I might use it while I myself am in the bathtub. It's a small difference, but I think worth making the distinction because you know it's not waterproof at least not that i know of no uh, but i think the new newer phones are what they will consider water resistant uh this this guy uh like i follow on tiktok made a really interesting point which is you know the whole idea that you know hey if you if you get water in your phone just stick it in some rice and the rice will absorb the water you know that thing yeah. uh he said now correct me if i'm wrong but isn't rice notoriously bad at absorbing water don't you have to like cook it in boiling water for a really long time before any of the <laughs> water actually gets into the rice and i'm like it's eh, a good point so uh, his suggestion was, good, oh, sorry. Uh, it's a good point, except, uh, the whole rice thing is something that has been around for forever. I mean, there's gotta be some truth to it. Well, the thing that he suggested was if you just, uh, let electronics dry naturally without having them turn. The big problem is if they're on while it's wet. Because it can short things out. So if you let it dry right. and plug it in, you should be fine. So the hypothesis that he had was that if you suspend it in rice, you're actually increasing the airflow around it rather than it sitting in a desk or whatever. Does that make sense? Like you're increasing the airflow around it. Right, exactly. It's it there's there's no if you have it suspended in rice. There's no part of the iPhone that is blocked from receiving air because the air is permeating the rice, right? It can go in between the individual kernels. There's no flat surface that the rice is against. So you're basically um, hanging it up like with clothespins, except you, you're not clipping clothespins onto the, the phone. You're suspending it in a um a breathable area i've also heard that 
putting it in rice doesn't work. Um, that and for whatever reason, putting it in rice has just become some sort of like modern myth, and people do it. However, your point is correct, but that's not what people do when they accidentally dunk their phone in the water. They turn it on to see if it still works, thereby frying the insides. Mmm. Very, yes. That is the impression that I have. So, uh, let's get this out of the way. I have, I have broken up with the pillow cube, Ben. The pillow cube. The pillow cube. Yeah, I, I had been using the pillow cube. And uh, after using it for however long I've used it, and those who have been watching, I think I mentioned when I got it at one point, um, my back started hurting. When I was sleeping on my side, my back hurt. And it didn't seem right, so I switched back to the regular pillows and it stopped hurting. So, the pillow cube was just a regular head pillow, but in cube form? Kind of. It's a, it's a, like a... Like a memory foam type of pillow. Okay. But it's um, square-ish. It's not exactly a cube, but it's sort of a cube. And yeah, okay. it wasn't good for me. Uh, I did I did like it for a little bit, and then it started causing me problems. Well, then I think you made the good choice in, in not using it anymore. Yeah, exactly. I was going to tough it out, but I'm like, what am I doing? This is crazy. <laughs> well, because I was like, well, maybe it isn't that. Maybe it isn't that. Maybe I should try something else. But I was right. like, well, you know, all things being equal, this uh -oh. is the thing that has changed. Oh, what am I? What What's happening? You had frozen, and the lag is incredible. I heard, I, once you unfroze after a couple seconds, I heard me on your end. Oh, how about now, though? I mean, it seems fine. Yeah, yeah, seems pretty fine. So, so yeah, but that's that's where I'm at. No, no pillow cube. Also, um, we got a lot of new stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Why don't you start? Okay. Um, and I'll see if I can catch up. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so something happened in Texas. Yes, yeah, something did happen in Texas. Texas um, enacted a six-week heartbeat bill um, that the Supreme Court just recently upheld. Yeah, well, and this is something that Jennifer pointed out. They just took no action on it, which isn't exactly the same as upholding it. Well, um they didn't strike it down. Right, exactly. But she thinks that they're they're waiting for a lower court to do something first. Which uh I, Well, then this magical lower court needs to act fast because people are really scared. Um do you you know one of the things about this bill, at least the thing that struck that jumped out at me, and I say it jumped out at me, but I didn't read the bill, I just saw news articles about it. It's allowing private citizens to sue anyone who ate, in want of a better term, aided or abetted the person getting the abortion. So if you're a cab driver that took someone to an abortion clinic or whatever, and the amount is uh, $10,000, you can get, and I think they said that $10,000 was like, if you were successful, that would be the lowest Amount that you would get, something to that effect. 
And you didn't have to prove you you do not have to be involved in the uh the pregnancy at all to get this to sue this these people. So it's just an open oh, and the other thing I read was that Texas does have laws to prevent nuisance nuisance lawsuits, but they do not apply in the case of this bill. Yeah, they've they've they're they're really pulling the uh, jerk card out on this, and already Florida is starting to uh, advance legislation based on the Texas bill. The uh, but people are now starting to retaliate. There is a tip line, you know, because this wasn't going to backfire. Let us know if you think somebody has had an abortion and like put your email in, put your phone number in and give us a story. And people are already starting to uh, spam this website with fake frivolous calls. Ah, well, that's something I have. I have another suggestion that I came up with and then one that this other person suggested. Um and then, and then I have a, a one more follow-up. The thing I thought was that, well, obviously, because we know humans are by nature hypocritical, any anyone who has time on their hands and a little bit of an investigative prowess, all that sort of things, could probably find someone that at least one person who helped sponsor this bill helped get an abortion. Uh, and it's almost an inevitability. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking. I guess looking forward to is 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 an okay thing to say. I am intrigued, interested in the first news story about someone who got sued under the bill that they helped put into law. Or yeah, and is it law or is it just a bill and it needs to be signed into law still? No, uh, Governor Greg Abbott signed it apparently. Okay, so. Um, there is the second thing. This is something that, uh, I follow a lawyer on, on Twitter who has some interesting ideas and his idea, uh, was someone should, uh, use the language in this bill to sue the Catholic church for not allowing, uh, birth control or, uh, anybody else who denies birth control to people. So like Hobby Lobby, that kind of thing. Uh, but I, I, that's, that's a, that's a, I think mine is a little bit more practical because that one, the one that he's suggesting is, is for sure. Like, you know, people can just say, well, no, that's, that's not, you know, this is the woman's fault, whatever. You know what I mean? They, they won't be swayed by that. But speaking of the the Catholic Church, the Satanic Temple, uh, always, always on the the bleeding edge. And again, I have to make this clear: I'm talking about the Satanic Temple, not the Church of Satan. Church of Satan is the Anne Rand kind of thing. The Satanic Temple is the rad cooler. I'm going to put up a statue of Baphomet next to your Ten Commandments group. Uh, they have, uh, stated that for the church of Satan, uh, Oh, I did it. Ah, shoot. Ah, no, no. Back up, back up 
for the Satanic Temple. Woo, that was a close one. Uh, for the Satanic Temple, abortion is a religious practice. And therefore, uh, there's a there's a drug, I'm not going to say the name, not because I don't want it to get publicity, but just because I don't remember the name of it. Uh, that is a, you know, like the morning after pill, but for later, uh, longer terms, uh, okay. abortion. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so they have this all written out that it's a ritual and that, you know, just as peyote is legal as far as a religious practice goes, abortions are a religious practice for the satanic temple and therefore anyone should be able to get it, even those who live in Texas. So that's interesting. And good for them. Yeah, it's... Um... I'll be interested to see where this where this lands because you know it was uh, this law was not struck down by a five to four uh, margin in the Supreme Court. Five judges who were uh, nominated by presidents who lost the popular vote and confirmed by senators, Republican senators who represent a minority of uh, U.S. citizens. Yeah. And so, this but the, and the the absurd details of the bill, like where you say, you know, the frivolous lawsuit mandate doesn't apply to this. People, you know, there aren't like Doctor Evil people like writing this bill. This bill is very purposefully meant to to strike down Roe v. Wade nationally. Yeah. And so, and so they just did everything they could. They threw they threw everything they could at it. And uh, all the all the feedback I'm seeing online is that this is the start. This is the beginning of the end of Roe versus Wade. Yeah, abortion protection in America. And uh, yeah, just uh, just kind of um, the the impression that has come out is you know like this is one of the big things Jennifer mentioned. Uh, it's going to be very tricky right out of the gate when you talk about interstate commerce, right? Someone leaves Texas and goes to uh, Nebraska. I don't know how Nebraska is with the abortion laws, but or goes to Illinois. Illinois is a good example. There you go. So they go to Illinois uh, and... If the Texas person who wants to sue people for getting abortion... And the the other thing is, I mentioned this abortion is like, I'm going to screw over my, my ex bill, basically. So the, the dude whose girlfriend left him for another dude and got an abortion, then sues yeah. her boyfriend for driving her to the abortion clinic or whatever. You know what I mean? Lots of, lots of opportunities for interpersonal, uh, petty revenge on people basically. Yeah. And the fact that, I mean, if you honestly, this is the thing. If you get $10,000 per, you know, conviction that you get, they are, they are making an entirely new industry where that is your only job is yeah. suing women, suing, not women, suing people who help people who get abortions. 
I mean, they've yeah, created a career for people. Yeah. And, you know, it's and, and I, I hate to say this is sort of insidious. The other thing is that, you know, in Missouri, uh, <clears throat> they have all these these places like, you know, and it's it's it, they have commercials where they're like, um, we respect you as a woman and we know that you have choices. If you want free information about your options, if you're pregnant, you know, come down to our our place. And it turn they they make it sound like they're an abortion clinic, but really what they are, they're people who try to convince you to adopt. And the the interesting thing that I've seen uh, recently in the in the recent months is there's a bunch of new kind of information coming out about the adoption industry for the poor for profit adoption industry in the United States. How it works, you know, the, the basic idea is they go to low-income areas and and target young mothers and convince them that their kid's life is going to be much better if they if they adopt them out. And the mothers... They're buying children. Basically, yeah. The mothers don't make any money off of this, but the... the adoption agencies, which are almost all legal. I mean, they're lawyers, basically. They make money. And it's one of those things of they make more money off of white babies than people of color's babies. All sorts of just, it's it's bad, right? Yeah. So, the these anti-abortion bills aren't just anti-abortion bills. They're also getting children into the system and this is the thing is that people say do you want you know there are already too many children and not enough people to adopt them but the thing is and this is the other point people want babies they don't want they don't want old children do you remember that uh the mr show thing well that's the old baby we don't like the old baby (laughs) when they're talking about the i don't remember the toddler i don't remember that one yeah the basic idea is that um, people want a child that they can raise and pretend is theirs. Yeah. It's the bottom line. And it's yeah. and it's bad and we're feeding we're feeding the beast for this. And I honestly think this is gonna sound weird, but the attempts to shut down like um, I'm sure that you've heard that uh, the, this anti-trafficking group went against uh, Pornhub recently and got it uh, so that they stopped, they, they just purged a whole bunch of their content. And the way that they did it was they went after the credit card companies and said, if you I do- heard that, yeah, I heard that Pornhub had uh, required all of the contributors to be verified people. Yep. Um, but it, I didn't. I didn't hear about the uh, anti-trafficking angle. I just heard that it, they were under pressure from uh, Visa and Mastercard. Well, that's one of the groups. And the interesting thing is that the anti-trafficking group, uh, very the, ties to very Christian people. Uh, possibly really white supremacy things. It's a. It's it's crazy. A little bit crazy. Because going down the rabbit hole here, <laughs> I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. 
because uh, this, the people that I follow, there is a there is a there is a need for people to push this agenda that trafficking happens by people who are kidnapped by strangers. When in fact, most trafficking is someone that the person knows that doesn't, and it doesn't look like that type that it doesn't look like the trafficking that people think of, you know, where they think of a woman is in a Kroger parking lot and two guys in a white van come up and pull her into the van and drive away with her. Right. And because of that, people who are actual victims of trafficking, when things go to court, they aren't believed, they aren't thought of as being trafficked, and therefore they lose their lawsuits against people. Anyway, the, the point is, because they were successful with Pornhub, they're now going after OnlyFans. And OnlyFans, as you know, is a, a kind of thing where people can be all risque and sexy and people pay to, to, I guess, subscribe to their channels or something like that. It's I only know about content. It. Yeah. People on TikTok are complaining about it. People who have only fans. Well, the thing is OnlyFans went back. So they, they were, they were going to say we're eliminating all explicit content yeah, uh, because and the reason I saw that, it, uh, or the re the reason I saw why they did that, is because they saw what happened to Pornhub. Yep. And so, but but OnlyFans, they were like, if if um, OnlyFans realized that if they got shut down by Visa and Mastercard and were no longer able to use Visa and Mastercard, that's the end of OnlyFans. So it was a way for them to stay basically a business. But they they have since. Uh, walked that back. They have oh, since okay. said we're still allowing sexually explicit content on our site. Well, that's good for good for them because, yeah, that would have been again the beginning of if they had both Pornhub and OnlyFans under their belt, they would have kept going. And the reason I bring it up is because I think, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but OnlyFans is sort of, if you will, the mom and pop store of people who want to do you know tell us sex work i guess you could call it and i honestly think the reason that they're going after them is because this is going to sound insane and i know but i think it's because nobody works fast food anymore you can make more money having an only fans and so they were going after the wallets of young people to try to get them to enter the horrible workforce. Uh, that's that's pretty tin foil hat stuff, but yeah. I can see it. Well, I'm basically I mean, again that I makes sense. I steal everything now from TikToks of other people that I watch. There was a kid who was who was going on a rant, and he said, uh, "How is it that you know no one in my high school knew? None of my guidance counselors knew." that the two jobs that I'd be able to get right now are sex work and rapping, that those are my two most viable options in this economy right now. You know, and I, I thought that that was interesting. And all, like, like you said, tinfoil hat, it's all kind of, you know, together. But <laughs> if, 
there was a there was a, a person on Twitter who posted, uh, the people who are going after OnlyFans need to know that if I lose that income, I'm going to start having sex with their husbands for money again. I'm looking <laughs> at you. And then she called out one of the people that was pushing for the OnlyFans ban. Really? Implying move there. that she had had sex with this person's husband for money. For money. So, anyway, speaking of for money, I got uh, five money the other day when I was at the grocery store. Actually, I got $20. And I was supposed to give it to my kid because she was going to get Four pizza. Four by five money. What's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 20 Four money. Four by five money. Hey, hey, this is good. I like it all. When they were going to get pizza. When they were going to get pizza. But... Turns out the pizza didn't cost anything, which is okay because I forgot to give them the money. <laughs> this is the Free kind pizza. Of, yeah, Can't exactly. Argue with that. Free banned pizza. Banned pizza. Uh, you can't have any pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how are things going on the uh, the interaction with our listening audience? Uh, we are on our own right now. Interesting. We are podcasting in a bubble. Yeah. Well, it's happened before, and I think it's fine. Uh, we had one playback so far that lasted six seconds. We couldn't hold somebody's interest for more than six seconds. That sounds about right. You know, it's interesting. I've gone live on TikTok a couple of times, and it's it's not, like, great. Um, I have to think that, like, even, like, I'll go to, to TikToks where someone very famous is on. And they'll only have like sixty people watching them during that live yeah. stream. It really is a it really is a game where you you want to have the longevity. You want to have uh, you want to be able to use all the time. But it's also I yeah. I mean, it it is your full time job. But I every once in a while I get a little discouraged to think that how you know somebody who's not already made a name for themselves in the public sphere who isn't already famous can actually get viewers and clicks online. You know, I, I was thinking about, um, there's this guy, I don't know if you've seen him before, like, you know, lots of times stuff from TikTok makes it onto, uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, the guy who, who was making songs about, like memes or conversations online that people had like uh, this woman's potato salad recipe. And she's talking about how this other person is a liar. Things like that. Does okay. any of that make? No. Do you, okay. So there was a guy who did that. He basically took, you know, there's some memes that there's a chat that someone has screenshotted and they post it. Everyone thinks that it's funny because it's an interesting conversation between people. And then this guy took it and he set it to music. And it got really popular. Okay. Oh, hey, yeah. there's that thing I read, but now someone's singing it and it gets really popular. Right. He did two of them and they did really well. And then he did another one that had uh, Jimmy Fallon on it. And it did not do well. And a lot of it was that people didn't want to see Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, 
I'm one of them. I don't really, uh, I don't really like watching him. And it's interesting when famous people do start TikTok. Lots of times they don't do well. It's really hit yeah. or miss about whether or not they they get a lot of views or not. Like Mandy Patinkin, everybody likes Mandy Patinkin. That that account is doing well. But I think oh, it's good. because he's a genuine he's, dude, you know. Yeah, he he seems like a good dude. I've 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 heard some interviews with him. So it really it really helps, I think. Um, but other people, famous people, join and they don't last that long. And it's because they don't have more to offer than the kid who jumps off of his roof into the pool or whatever. Yeah. I mean, is the TikTok sphere, is it, do you need to be constantly creating to maintain viewership? I would say, Like, how many TikToks do you need to do a day to, quote, keep your numbers up? I mean, it depends on who you are. Some people really only do one a day, and they they have big numbers. Um, If you're me, I mean, I don't do it to get my numbers. I do it just because I'm like, oh, and then there's this thing, and then there's this thing. There are many different types of of TikTok niches that you can can get into. I'm kind of in D&D TikTok, but I'm also in just, you know, I'm one of those people that, oh, I will put this on TikTok. Oh, I will put this on TikTok. It's stuff that I used to do on Twitter, but TikTok um, is a lot easier for me. I don't have to type it with my thumbs. I can just hit a thing, say <laughs> a thing. Say it with your face. Yeah. And I can trust the people more. I only really interact with people who have also done videos. And, and so that you way, know that they're real people. I, at least as real as... as as I am, you know, eventually Ben, and, <laughs> and I'm serious about this. Eventually we're going to get to a point, I think where we're going to have versions of ourselves that are our online versions that we don't. We'll have avatars, right? That will talk in our voice and everything like that, but we won't actually It'll be like in the glitch in the Matrix how I had that lion, 3D yeah. lion over the top of me. Like that. Like, we'll have avatars. We won't have our actual faces. That and will speak independently of you? Eventually, yeah. Eventually, I think they will. Like, we'll, we'll train speak them. Speak enter-type. And then our, our avatars will be speaking. Like, this podcast will still happen, but neither you or I will have to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, thank God. When can that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and But but I think that'll happen. Eventually, you'll be talking to someone, and you'll realize that they... Are a robot. They are a robot. You have not talked to the real version of the person that you thought you were talking to for, like, weeks, maybe. And, and it's going to yeah. be one of those things of... I can't believe this. I was talking to John's avatar for two weeks after he died, and I didn't even notice. You know, <laughs> that, that sort of thing. Dark fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know, when we're all living online, then we won't have to worry about hurricanes destroying the in our country's infrastructure. Yeah. Now, I, I did not have the hurricane happen. 
I had right after the or, or close to after the hurricane, I had a storm system that went through that was related to it, but wasn't it, I guess. And we just got a bunch of rain. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the East Coast got a lot of bunch of rain too, and I saw I've seen video of like subway cars just like gushing water. Wow! And uh, and entire roads in Philadelphia underwater. Oh, so yeah. like it looks like a canal. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But, but I mean, here in the Northwest, it's sunny day. It's about seventy five degrees outside. It's a pleasant fall day. You know, it's like it's like that um, that Bill Hicks routine where he's like, oh, yeah, Ted Turner says on 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 CNN, war, famine, death, destruction, com- uh, you know, oppression, depression, war, famine, death, destruction. And you look outside. Burr, 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 burr. Where's all this stuff happening, yeah. man? Um, did I already tell you the joke that the comedian did about how it looks like uh, somebody set up the United States from left to right? <laughs> and we're told that they had to put 50 states in and they're like 50 states no problem whatsoever washington yeah. oregon california and then when they get up to the the, the northeast yeah. corners the last bit i i love it i love it That's so much funny um but yeah oh speaking about bill hicks um speaking of bill hicks I don't I don't know if we'd like him if he was still alive. It'd be interesting to see which way he'd go for things, you know? Yeah, guys He like, might be a little bit too Yeah, he might be a little bit too libertarian. Yeah, guys like that you think you think that they'd go your way, but they might not and then you know, you'd like again, if you had told me in the early 90s what Bennett kind Miller. of a guy uh Alex Jones was going to become, I wouldn't have believed it. It would have been you know, kind of crazy. Do you remember? I, I don't know. Did you know him around that t- or know of him around that time? Alex Jones? I thought you were talking about Dennis Miller. No, Alex Jones. Uh, oh, I've never heard of Alex Jones. The first, my, the first time I ever saw Alex Jones was when he was on uh, Piers Morgan's show yelling at him. Oh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you made Piers Morgan a sympathetic character at that point, and it's it's interesting how how that's all turned around too. So he was in uh, the 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 movie Waking Life. And he was yeah, he was in the movie Waking Life, and he was in uh, the other the other thing that Art Linkletter I think that's his name Art Linkletter uh, directed. Um, yeah, the Philip K. Dick thing, A Scanner Darkly. He was in that one too. Yeah, which and, is waking life-ish. It's sort of the same style of animation. Yeah, and he was uh, for a little while sort of a darling of the counterculture because he was so against George W. Bush, or yeah. or George, or I'm sorry, not George W. Bush, George, George Bush. H. Like, w. Yeah, the the original George, George Herbert George. Walker. Yeah, and so <laughs> I've got the DVD for Waking Life. I should go revisit it. Yeah. Oh, speaking about uh, Alex Jones, though, uh, haha, oh, Joe Rogan has coronavirus and and has admitted to taking ivermectin. Yeah. Now, now and we, a quote kitchen cocktail of medicine, which includes ivermectin. Yeah. Now we we need to explain this for the viewer. Uh, could you pronounce the name of the medication again? Ivermectin. Ivermectin has uh, a couple of different 
dosages and methodologies of uh, uh, use, but mostly yeah. it is used for parasitic infections. And more famously, uh, it is used, it is sold in farming supply stores in large tubes for use with horses. And yeah. the, now this might be, and I'm just going on the record and saying, I don't know anyone who's used it. This may be a Tide Pods type scenario, but there is a thought that people are actually buying the horse one and using it rather than buying the one for humans and using it. So what I've, what I, what I read today actually is that there are two different types of ivervectin, which is confusing because it's the same name. There's the kind that is formulated for people, which doctors have been prescribing if a doctor prescribes it for you. However, doctors are not prescribing it. Like if you walk into your doctor's office and you say, Tucker Carlson, this doctor on Tucker Carlson said, I can take ivervectin to treat COVID symptoms. Your doctor's going to be like, no, don't do that. So then chances are you live in a pretty rural part of the country. And, and you go to your local feed store and look what's on the shelf. Ivervectin, which is formulated for livestock. Right. And so they take that. So what, what the story I've heard is that they're doing like, you know, conversions of the Ivervectin to, okay, so this is how much a horse weighs. You know, because it says how much you're supposed to give a they're horse. They're trying to do math. They're, they're, <laughs> doing, they're doing math to, to fix it up for themselves. Again, I am a one twenty fifth of weight of a horse. I, I know one twenty fifth of this. I know absolutely none of whether or not this is happening. There was a woman who had bought a tube of it, who was on Twitter, on TikTok rather, talking about uh. doing it. But did she actually do it? I don't know. This is the thing. This is the blind spot that people sometimes have when it comes to people uh, on the right. And that's that sometimes they do make jokes. You can't always... Now, uh, and, and forgive we've got, me... I mean, we've talked about this. Do conservatives have a sense of humor? The, you, you sometimes can't tell that they're joking because the joke they're making isn't funny. <laughs> but she could have been making this up. I've um, seen a few screenshots from, quote ivervectin reddit and like there's you know like there are there's a subreddit for this stuff that where people talk about the you know taking this 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 medication and the side effects that it's happened it's pretty it gets pretty graphic too uh and but i'll say that these screenshots were posted to like you know cringe pics reddit or whatever and um under the guise of like it was legit reading this stuff i i'm assuming the, these are the actual experiences of the of the people who've taken this stuff, and not like one some big like troll. Yeah. So. So I but, don't know. I mean, it's like how many people actually ate uh, Tide Pods? Yeah, exactly. This is the this is the thing that I'm wondering about. Is this simply Tide Pods Mark II or whatever? But um, I think it's one of those things where enough people have done it to where you know we think more people have done it, but. The, the set number of people required for it to become a thing happened. The so, minimum amount of people actually did this. 
to turn so, it into a cultural phenomenon. The thing that I had seen was people who were complaining because they lost <clears throat> controls of their bowels in public somewhere. That was the uh, that was the big, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Yeah, I, I mean the the thing is the thing that is sort of crazy. This is the thing that people point out is you don't trust a vaccine that's being administered, but you will right. just do some math calculation on a horse medication and take that. Well, one of the things that I saw about, you know, those who are vaccine hesitant is that they don't know what's in it. Well, I mean, is the ingredient list on Ivervec, the the box of the Ivervectin, and you know everything that's in there? Oh, that was it. Ben, you just reminded me of what what the the thing was, where where I was like, sometimes I make jokes, but it's not that you can't tell, or it's not good. Um, Yeah. This is what it was. Um... It was uh, not for use. Uh, the, the, this is a this is a, a a woman reading the box, explaining that the one that she got wasn't horse medication. She's holding the box, picture of a horse on it, right, and she says, "Not for use on horses, meant for human consumption." Which and, sounds like a thing on a box of ivermectin that has a picture of a horse on it. And and the thing that people are pointing out to her is that what it actually says is not for hu- not for use on horses meant for human consumption. Meaning if you're planning on eating these horses, do not use this on them. Right. And when people were like, that's crazy, who would eat horses? Um... The French. (laughs) And people in Montreal. And Walking Dead spoilers. Some people from The Walking Dead will eat their horse. Maybe. No. Yeah. True story. Sorry, everybody who. True story. Missed that. uh, put, Put Walking Dead spoilers in the show notes. Walking Dead spoiler. I had to. Uh, I had to walk around our discussion in, when it came to uh, OnlyFans and Pornhub because I don't want to put those names in the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, so yeah, they. Uh, the would you eat horse, Ben? If I had to, probably. I mean, it sounds like a pretty last ditch. It sounds like a survival technique. Yeah. Yeah, some people. But would I would I eat a horse? That's my transportation. That's my friend. Probably not. No, no. Well, uh, yeah. The way I'm thinking about it is, you're served a dish by a Frenchman, and he says, "Ah, oh, you know, this is horse. I could, you could eat it, or I could throw it in the garbage. Yeah, your I'd, choice. I'd probably eat it. Yeah, I'd probably but, eat it. I wouldn't if I was if 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 a Frenchman served me like. Um, you know, a household pet. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or or I would say this too: if a Frenchman showed you a horse and said, "Would you like me to prepare this horse for you?" <laughs> probably not. And then the, the horse is peeking out from behind the kitchen with you know just fear and, in his and, eyes, and just going, <laughs> "No." <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, <Nay>. e- even. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's house house meeting house meeting. <laughs> let's vote. Who wants us to eat the horse? Uh, all the eyes. Um, no. So, um, I don't know something about potatoes. The eyes. Uh, oh, half brothers. Uh, yeah. There, there's a. Oh yeah. Taters on the wheel. Yeah. Is taters on the wheel? On that stream of the Half Brothers concert. You know, I have no idea. It well. Might, it might be. It's, it's one of their standard songs. They play they play that song, I think, almost every time they, they're live. And it might, I want to say, yeah, I want to say it is. I can yeah. verify that. Well, or why do you or ask? The why people ask? could just watch it. Can they still watch it? Is it still available? Yeah, it's on the uh, it's on the Annex YouTube site. Yeah, go to the Annex YouTube site and watch it, and you tell us whether Taters on the Wheel is on that or not. Why it's don't not you? on it. I was thinking of something else. What, Ben? It's not on it. Ben. It's all original. It's all new songs. It's every, all new songs. Every on that single stream. thing I've done to try to bring people in to watch this has <laughs> failed. If you liked, if you liked Taters on the Wheel, you'll love Werewolf Walk of Shame. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yes. Oh my God, that's Ben. You sold it. That's that's enough for for me. <laughs> For sure. I like it. Speaking of liking it. Hey, Betty! Let's see what happens. I believe they it's may a, be coming a... down. Alrighty. What should we talk about? Uh, With them? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, uh, give let's me see. A, give me a question to ask them before you put the headphones on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, uh, you know what? They just got new braces. New braces? Yeah, they they didn't have them for a while, and now they've gotten them again. And they were there was, there, it took them some time to get used to them. There was a, 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 te- there was a tooth extraction adventure they were undergoing. Is that yeah, completed? That is... Oh, I think, I think it's complete. Oh, you can ask that and then follow up, Ben. A lot of... Dental questions may be happening. Oh my god. Yay. Maybe. Hello. I know. I know. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Uh, <laughs> you doing all right? You doing good? Yes. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you had to have a bunch of teeth extracted recently. How's that going for you? All right. Yeah? Did it hurt? Was it uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah, figures it would be, and you ha- apparently so. Your dad tells me you have new braces. Yep, I do. How long do you have to have those on for? I don't know. No. I don't know. All right. Oh, I, I got I got another thing you could ask, Ben. Can you hear me? What's that? I don't know if you can hear me. Tell him uh, I can hear him. Where are we at right now in JoJo? Oh, uh, right now we. Uh, Spoilers for JoJo Part 5. Spoilers for JoJo Part 5. 
Don't want to hear them. Uh, cover your ears. Um, we left off where a character, Leone Abacchio, died. Oh, that's right. Abacchio dies, Ben. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and everybody hurts. I forgot yes. about that. Everybody hurts. Was it a... Was, <laughs> everybody was it? Was it an... Un- was it an unexpected death? Yes, it was very unexpected, and people and everybody cried. Oh, oh! I got a, another question. What? How many kids? How many times do you hear at school about kids getting corona? None. Oh God! None. You don't know about it. They None. Just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> interesting so i get i get letters one every like at least every other day that at least one or two kids have had the coronavirus and that the people who were in contact with the students have been uh, alerted so we never get alerted and betty never hears about it it's it's a mystery it's a thing and it's going to keep it's a thing and it's going to keep happening Kids are going to keep getting sick. Yes, you can. Yes, of course you you can. Hey, you never have to come down here, you know. I know. All right. I I, I always want to make sure because I, I, the last thing I would want to do is to keep, keep them doing this if they uh, are at least somewhat interested. We get a weekly notice from my grandmother's uh, nursing facility about how many coronavirus cases are within the facility, like how many old people versus and how many staff have yeah. it. And it is unusual if the week goes by and there are no new cases. Now, because in Oklahoma, vaccine mandates aren't a thing for healthcare workers. I was in about to homes. ask that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It- because I know I know yeah. the same the same thing happens in like uh, a couple of other places too that yeah they they talk excuse me they talk about how they were going to have to start mandating that the healthcare workers yeah have it which my my aunt spoke with like the the main person at this facility and and asked them can you mandate your staff to get vaccinated because you are working with in close quarters with, you know, my 91-year-old mother. Immune-compromised people. And immunocompromised people. And and the guy said, if I mandate vaccines, half my staff will quit. That is crazy. Crazy, I say. That's amazing, though. Um, it's frustrating. Yeah. It, it really... I don't know. I you know I watch the public freakouts. That's one of the things that I that I like doing, watching public freakouts on Reddit. I'll quit every once in a while and then I'll start it back up again. Um, yeah. Tons of people complaining at like uh, uh, school board meetings, uh, and people saying you know that there's a war coming, and talking about. Uh, Making sure that anyone who votes for mask mandates doesn't get a night's sleep, you know, go to their houses and make noise and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it, it makes me, it really makes me wonder, right? If there's, if there's a revolution, quote unquote, in the country and it's just entitled white people, what does that mean? 
is it really <laughs> I mean has is it's it would be performative, right? Really, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also one of those things where the people who are proposing this war are anti-vax, anti-mask people who are dying off. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Like, it's hard to fight a war when you're on a ventilator. Or even just feeling sick. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I it, it And those of you who have listened to the podcast before will have heard me complain about this. But... I, I, at one point in time, complained that in the United States, they, they really make it seem like if you got sick, it was your fault. If you got cancer, you must have, you must have done something wrong. You, you were, you were a smoker or you lived life, yeah. you lived life wrong and now you have cancer. That's sort of how it is. And, yeah. and I was complaining about it and all that. And, you know, like a, like a lesson written specifically for me i am completely blaming the people <laughs> that are sick from well not everybody not everybody specifically the people who wouldn't mask and wouldn't get the vaccine i am blaming them for being ill the exact thing that i decry you know when it's in other situations i because i'm saying the same thing well if you if you had lived your life better you wouldn't be sick right now but I feel so justified. Every day it feels like there's another news story coming around that says, like, you know, some prominent public official who was anti-mask and anti-vaccine just died from COVID. Yeah. Almost every day one of those stories comes uh, comes across the news feed. And yet Edward and the Chewiegel is still around. Hey, did you, you know that people would learn? Oh, sorry. Go what, ahead. What's that, Paul? I no, was just I was just wrapping up saying you you'd think people would learn. Oh yeah, but no, but no. Um, so I was going to say this is as you know this is Edward the Chewiegle. Yeah, Edward the Chewiegle, the, the Chewbacca uh, Eagle, <laughs> the um <laughs> the hashtag Edward the Chewiegle on TikTok, has now gotten 13,000 views. People love Edward. Congratulations, Edward. He is such a good boy. Yep. And he doesn't even know about it. Nope. But uh, I do... So I give him treats when he when he uh, uses the pad. You know, there's yeah. a PP pad that he... Peeps and poops on. Peeps and poops on is what I said. He <laughs> pees and poops on. He peeps on him. <laughs> but and, and so you know, and whenever he does it, I'm like, oh, really, really good boy, and I give him treats and all that. And he's hearing me say "good boy" and treats, and the look that he's giving me is uh, incredible. But here's the thing. I would think that he would get the impression from from the way that I behave. Boy, he really likes it when I pee and poop, which is further from, the, you know, it's not something that I enjoy. <laughs> I like it when he goes in the right place. You know, yeah. like if he if he goes outside, I give him a treat. If he goes on the pads, I give him a treat. If he goes 
anywhere else, it's a bad dog, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I was just thinking about, like, if we had a higher life form that was taking care of us, and we'd be like, oh, we get rewarded whenever we do this. This must be one of the greatest things in the world. But really, they thought that it was disgusting. It's just that we're doing it at a place that they can manage it. Right. We're doing I it I think correctly. that'd be funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I I sometimes wonder, Ben... I Well, here's my question. This And I know, I know this doesn't necessarily make any uh, any sense with what else I was talking about, but if you had the ability to go to space... You, you get to go into space. You have, right. you don't have to, you know, you have the money for it or whatever. Would you do it? Would I go into space? Uh, yeah, and, why not? And let me, let me, let me make a, make a, a little bit more of a, a question here. I'm not talking about like the, the going into space that the, the rich guys have done so far where you right. go up, go and, up come and they come down. I'm talking, yeah. you Alan you know, shepherd it. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a spaceship, you know, you're, you're in space. Like, like, you know, the, I'll say the ISS, you know, you're in the international space station. Okay. Would you do it? Well, it would take a lot for me to do that, but I, I probably would. I mean, it kind of worries me, but like every once in a while, you hear about how the toilet is broken on the ISS. Yeah. Or could you? Um, what about a a submarine? Would you go on a submarine? Mm, not during wartime. Yeah, I I think a lot of these questions, right? Are the reason I was thinking about this spaceship, submarine, uh, you know, a boat of any kind, really. All these places, you're kind of giving up some of your autonomy, right? If I'm on and land, your privacy too. And I'm in a city, you know, or whatever. If I don't like what's going on, I can sometimes get away and go to another place. Yeah. If yeah. you're on a boat in a spaceship, any of that kind of stuff, you can't really get away. And would you nope. do it? And the reason I was thinking about all this was because of the, the, the. Antarctic station thing. I was following a guy. I ended up unfollowing him because I've got so many followers on Twitter now. I mean, on, on, uh, not Twitter. Sorry. On, uh, the, uh, the TikToks that I don't follow. I follow hardly anyone that isn't following me now. Yeah. Cause I don't like have, I don't like following a lot of people. I like having a small group. So I stopped following him, but for a while, I was learning about it and you know, you're, you're in Antarctica and there are no locks on the doors because this is really the only <laughs> place that you're, you can be. Penguins can't use locks. Right. And, and well, penguins aren't, uh, right. Aren't really interested in, in going inside probably either. <clears throat> right. Although I, that would be kind of interesting if penguins just kept on sneaking in. <laughs> Um, we got a penguin. Once you see one penguin, you know there's about twenty more underneath <laughs> the floorboards. Exactly. Yeah. But but so that was, and I was thinking about it. And I'm like, well, it it would be interesting to live that way, right? 
we're all a community. Everybody works and all that. Um, yeah. You don't have anything that's really, I mean, you have stuff that's yours, but you're sharing everything with everyone. And I realized the reason that it sounded interesting because it, it's kind of a, a commune type situation. You know? And yeah. maybe that's maybe that's what uh what I'm thinking is that that giving up one's identity for a collective, like, you know, you're you're not you're not you anymore. You're part of a crew and everybody in the crew pulls their own weight and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'm just not mentally built to do that. I'd be too nervous to 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 do something like that. Um to to uh, Antarctica especially, but I guess any one of these instances. Um, ah, wait a second. Maybe... I just realized, Ben. We could do this. What if for retreat one year, for annex, it was on a boat <laughs> instead of in a cabin? It'd be fine, right? Cabin, you know, boat notwithstanding, nobody leaves the cabin over the weekend. Like people, people basically yeah. stay the entire time. It it does feel very communal. So if but, you uh, have the right people, you can do that, I guess. I would if if I were locked in some place like Antarctica where there's like no, no passage for six months out of the year or whatever because you're frozen in. Yeah, uh, that six months too, is a I'd big be, thing. I'd be too worried about uh, some sort of weird health problem going on and not being able to, to do anything about it only because I saw that picture of that like Russian uh, uh, you know explorer who gave himself an appendectomy ah don't like it I don't nope 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 uh uh poor nope. dude got appendicitis while in Antarctica and so there's a pretty famous picture of him lay, laying leaning back and operating on himself wow yep nope also the thing <laughs> I know it's reminding me of that, and also Alien. So uh, maybe I'll try to watch one of those movies here later tonight. I'm gonna be yep. working late tonight because I got a lot of work to do. But so maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll uh, stop at some point and watch a movie on the big screen here at Annex Theater. Oh, that would be cool. Hey, speaking of that'd be cool. What what would be cool is if we ended the podcast. <laughs> Hey, that would be cool. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, it's hey, always it's great to talking to you, Ben. Uh, yep. And, uh, hey, between now and the next time I talk to you, please keep it wrong. Yeah, and I, I hope you will keep it wrong. I know it's pretty hard, but uh, keep it wrong nonetheless. Good. Do my best. And, of course, room tone.